Count me down. All right, welcome back. Diff one, diff two. Let's, Let's dive go. into it. Uh, I'm Mo. I'm Simon. What's up? I'm Peas. Um, in South Beach, I like Key Biscayne. That was the worst one. Yeah, worst right. one. Five canes! Five canes! You, you get tried the, so hard. You though. I came up with five canes, though. And I am not Six, Eagle. I am Terry Tam. Five, 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 five. Okay. Six, Let's dive into the week that was. Game that really caught my attention in Div 1. Where was he? Flagma Sack beating the finest 40 to 39. Scoreline was not indicative of the uh, FMS coin with a depleted finest roster. How much of a dent into the finest record this season is this going to be? Like, there are four losses, right? Five now. No? There are four. So the last Three, time five. they were at four was... Three and four. Yeah, you're right. The most losses they ever uh, incurred was 2008 when they went six and four. Still went to the finals, though. So now they need to win out. Do you, Okay, so Mokan, you're the, the biggest finest fan of all times. To no, be fair, really. it was I actually didn't pick them. To be fair, it was your team before. So. It was my team. Um, do you think Finance is going to make the playoffs this season? Yeah, they'll beat Godfat this week. They'll beat them. Um, I, I just don't know what the like. See, the roster construction is like they're using like cheap material. <laughs> Seriously, they, they <laughs> are. Who's the cheap material? Frank Hogan no, is cheap material. And the, the guy they have, Felix Marin Feneuf. Jean Fra Jacques Stefano. Whatever his name is, yeah. So I, I, have, I, have, <laughs> it's cheap material. Whatever his name is. I have, I have a funny story about François Hogue. Actually, it's not about him. It's about uh, someone called Daniel Hogue because for some reason, <laughs> even though I played with François, I thought his name was Dan Daniel Hogue for a second, so I added him on social media. <laughs> so I've been following some old guy who I think is François Hogue's dad on his vacation. I've been watching all of his all of his Instagram stories. <laughs> I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. The guy lives a good life. He's out there living his best life. Dan Hogue, man. I, I see they have cheap material, man, playing on this roster. I know they miss Garrett Taylor, and and that's a big loss for their defense because I Ken Moore had to play. But what really personified the team's cheap material was there was a play where Kareem Bennett was playing safety, and he unfortunately he tripped, and the guy scored a touchdown down the right sideline, right by Olivia Bardage. And then Frank Hogue, for whatever reason, I think he's he's fed off the emotion of of what is mentioned to him publicly by us, and then articles written about him. I think that got into his head, and he just overplayed everything. Yes, he had two sacks, but the so first half. So is it funny, though, that, that Mo was like, oh, here's my criticism is Francois Hogue, not the rusher I was in my no, prime. No, not at all. He's a good rusher. And I played it for Montreal's but, finest. But he's, he's, he's a good rusher, but is he a Div 1 rusher? I don't think he you is. You know who was a Div 1 rusher? <laughs> oh, God. Every the famous tip pass. But Chris, season, the Chris reason why Fennis is not doing good is because uh, they don't have a pass rusher. They don't have yeah, a pass but, rusher. But look, look, they went from Chris Miard, who is uh, Ferrari, to uh, Toyota Tercel and Frank Hogue. And they're going back to Chris Millard. Yeah, Chris. Is he coming back? What's your sources right now? What's what's the situation? In the spring, Chris is going to play with the finest. But we're talking about now, though. We'll oh, for now, no, yeah. Like now just they, they, they How come he didn't play with them this season? Um, they just never asked him, and even well, and uh, because Keyshawn put the team together, and Kevin trusted Keyshawn with the team. He said, but I spoke to Kevin, and he said, if I had known that we were missing guys, I would have told Justin and Chris to play with us. But Chris only wanted McLean. McLean, okay. But Chris only wanted to play on two teams, so he chose Top Sauce and you can't. Which is fine because he yeah. knows. You, yeah, that's those are his boys that are closer. Exactly. But and Justin, Justin McLean, if he's available, you take him over. But he Jean Christophe Marif enough. But that's the thing is that Kevin didn't know that those guys were available, and he said if I had known, I would have went to get Justin. For I'm sure. just curious to who who uh, greenlighted this whole uh, Marif enough and Frank Hogue. Additions. I don't know. Well, it's very very intense. But, but they're going to be getting younger very soon. They have to get younger though. Well, yeah, he's vying for the general manager job. I am. I'm John Gruden right now, boys. Mike Mayock over here. But 
But that's the is, worst combination of people. It is awful, working. man. Yeah, it is awful. But the other big game you you saw, yes. T-Boys Braves. Oh, that was a oh, man. So the score, oh the final God. score, 36-28. Not indicative. Not indicative. Braves were up three scores and sort of stopped playing. T-Boys are in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. They're in trouble. But uh, it's more than just roster inconsistency. But how, how would it, like, how crazy would it be? Let's say God Fat beats Montreal's finals next week. Yes. Let's just say. How crazy would it be to have the two finalists on the playoffs? D Boys and Montreal's finalists not in the playoffs? But, but that's what everyone wants if they've won, right? To have. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I want them not in the playoffs. Okay. Like, I want the two best quarterbacks. No, so, no, so what I want for the finals is Braves, Sunday morning sack. Yes. I watch yeah. I watched it twice, and it's an amazing game. And I can imagine. And honestly, I'd like I I want Flagman Sack to win a championship, and I feel like the window's closing. Yeah, well, at some point they're gonna stop playing. They're all popping babies that left. But that's right. why. <laughs> that's <laughs> like at some point. But yeah, I think that it, it's gonna be a great. I think there are two best teams in the one right now. And too we, many guys gonna be wearing false nipples. Uh, and everybody wants the best teams to win the finals. Yeah, like Finest is not the best team this season. No, yeah, but, but, but quarterback. But in a one best of one series. No, not this season. You never know. I I I agree with Mo that if your finest is the sixth seed, yeah, and they're playing the third seed, that's I like, think, they're I think not. The I take them over the three, but, but can but can they get beyond both Braves and Flag One side? They no, need to beat one guy, the, right? Because maybe if, if they're the sixth seed, they play the third seed. Unless someone falls and then to they're the gonna three. play the first seed, and then they're in the finals. But then in the finals, they may face the other one. Or, or not. Yes, or not. <laughs> they'll still be in the finals. So they can still face both of them, I'm saying. It's the just in the order of how they'll face them yeah. is what yeah. the question is. But but right now, today, gentlemen, who's more likely to make it to the playoffs? Is it D-Boys or the Finest? I think Finest still has the upper hand on D-Boys to make it to the finals. Uh, to no, make pl- it to the playoffs. Playoffs, playoffs. Just because, first of all, they have an extra win. So instead of being 2-5, and five, they're 3-4. They have the tiebreaker? No, they don't. D boys won the last one. By point differential now, right? Because uh, yeah. they won one uh, finest and D boys won the other. So if if you're looking at it, finest has an extra win. It's gonna matter because there's only three games left, and both teams are not playing super well. So I don't think either team is gonna finish the rest of the way three and zero. I think that they're both gonna lose some games, and the three and seven might three and seven will not make it into the playoffs this season. So D boys needs, needs to win two of the next three games. But will they? I don't know. I, D boys have Wissuit, Flying Marsac, Godfat. Okay, Flying Marsac, they lose. Godfat, I think they'll get that. And then the Wissuit. Well, will it matter if they only beat Godfat? I think the Wissuit game is the one that's going to determine. That, that is the one because yeah. yep. if, if they beat Godfat, the only, the only game, again, the only game that like is tickling me a little bit is if Montreal's finest lose <laughs> to Godfat. I'm hoping they kind of do because then it changes yeah. things. That makes so much more interesting because Godfat isn't is in the eight hole at the moment, but they're two and four with four games left. Yeah, but who would have the the, the tiebreak? Did they play each other twice? Uh, Godfat or in finest? I'm just trying to remember if they did I or know. not. I think they did. I, I remember Garrett barking at one of the guys. Maybe uh, they play finest now. They haven't. No, that's they the only game. Played them so yet. this is it right here. This is going to be they're ahead behind. Yes. So they have a game ahead no, behind. No. Because it's not a loss. But behind the head? Finest is a head behind. Yes. No, right. no, because they won. No, that doesn't work. So Godfat has. And again, the game could be a winner or so loss. It doesn't matter. So D-Boys is a head behind. You be- can't time travel to change so, the result so anyway. So D-Boys is a head behind of Wastuth. So Godfat have Montreal's Finest, DK, D-Boys, and Wastuth. They're going to go 0-4? Well, I think I think that the, 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 where I have a better better view of this n- after next week's games as Finest plays D boy. Waste plays D boys and Godfather plays Finest. Uh, Waste so, is behind ahead. D- yes. 
They're too. They're. I like how he uses it, and you still don't. Uh, so if because so, it's dumb. <laughs> well, I think Waste Suit controls the whole uh, yep. cards of the bottom half of the playoff. Uh, if Waste Suit's able to beat D Boys this week, that puts D Boys in a very tough spot. Waste Suit in a very manageable position to not be the sixth seed. It, it's it's as crazy as it is. It's the most intriguing Div One like race for the last two spots. It's, it's the most interesting Division One has ever been. Yes. Not ever been. Well, at least recently. It, the yep. reason why because the finals are at its weakest. They're not I running away. See, I disagree because e- either way, Braves are a legit contender to the throne right now. Yes. Even if – Fine. Give them Chris Millard. Give them Justin McLean. I don't know that they're better than Braves. I think they're, they're in the top three, top two. Yeah, that's not the thing I'm saying think, though. Yeah. So like – I mean, you can also say they're communist. It's not a rea- it's not a re- answer to what I also, said. Also, right wing, but you know. with, with who they have now with Felix Prevost, with uh, Van Ram, with uh, Sam Nanopuse, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. So, so Nanopuse, sorry, Nanopuse, and Michael Davidson. It's the best offense, yeah. in FPS. The reason why because they've played football together for the last 10, 12 years together, and and uh, and that's the thing is, yeah, is but it's also the best QB in Div One with the best receiver core in Div One together. Yeah. Nando Pius at the moment today is playing better than Kevin White. Yeah, and then is. you have Absolutely. and then you have monsters who yeah. So the record yeah, is not incredible, but they also didn't have Rod Master for three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> and they're and still they're still now. in a better spot oh, than Montreal. Two, two weeks, no, three weeks, three, three weeks. Because they get back now. He's back. We looked like idiots on the podcast. He we thought it'd be two weeks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, but he played this week against Godfat, and they won by three points in a very close game, which means that Godfat are actually not out of the playoffs because if they could compete with anybody. So DK Monster as a, as a three seed right now. DK three Monster as four. Uh, Monster has played one more game than DK. So are we going to give DK the number three? Or are we going to see? No, not yet. I I have no confidence in DK. I'm sorry. I every week they sometimes they play really well. Sometimes they make dumb mistakes and throw things. But here's the thing, though, right? If we're talking about playoff matchups, I think the fans would want to avoid Monsters. They don't mm-hmm. match up well with them, Number but they match up well with DK, D- though. Yeah. But even though they lost to the DK earlier this season, I think the finals For the first would... time ever? Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. That, that it, To me, it, the suckingness of Montreal's finest and D-Boys is not what makes Div 1 compelling this year. It's the, the, the fact that Braves are now becoming a true threat in, in FPF. The fact that Flag 1 Sack is finally... They finally have the best version of Flag 1 Sack. Until Mon- they all go monsters, monsters are here yeah. and they're challenging teams with their with their bizarre style. DK are always, you know, a strong top-tier yep. team. So, like, if you look at that, and, and I haven't even mentioned, by the way, the guys who we consider arguably the top three quarterbacks in FPF in uh, Wyeth... Masiotra and Dan Lazara. You know what I mean? Like yep. we didn't even mention those guys because we're the rest also, of the teams are so much more engaging. We're also right not now. talking about guys like Theo, who are you know probably the best two-way player in FPF. Mm-hmm. But it at this point it doesn't matter because the the other guys are so close behind that he's not so so ahead behind. Some would say no, that's not again not how you use it. Division two uh, games that caught your attention in Div two boys. Terra Squad destroyed Alcoholics forty three. Yeah, but they're a mess of Alcoholics. Yeah, it's. The Terror Squad is peaking at the right time. But alcoholics though. Like you said, it's it's weird. Look look at the roster assembly of, of that team for alcoholics. These guys are all division three players, division four A. Well, except Paul. But the problem with this team is Paul cannot play in lower than division two because yeah. of his quarterback rating. Right. Wants to play with his friends. Stuck in division two. Okay, so the game that really caught the attention. I think we have the same one. 
I think we have the same one. Yeah, involve sure my last know. name. What? Does it involve my last name? No. Uh, okay, you go. Is first. your name Squad? Is it Mo Squad? No. Because I'm thinking Prospect Squad beating Killer Bees. That's a bit. That's a big game for. Uh, that's an upset. Squad. That's a big upset. Is it though? I think so. Well, so so last week when we were here saying toss up. Yeah. Um, in the corner, just off camera, you, you same. Feel right? good. I was over here physically. Yeah. I was at the Bell Center working. At the same time. Same time. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but we're saying that that like you they can't they can't have done much better than adding Mar- Mario Pereca. No. And now that he's learning how to use the weapons around him, and like Vincent Lazon is a good receiver, not a lot of guys know. Mm-hmm. And we see in this game, he has a big impact. Four catches, gets a touchdown. You know, it, it's not just Daniel Pierre doing the damage. He's, he's using all the Alex Roberge. And now, like, if you have Vincent Lazon as your third or fourth receiver, that's excellent. It's uh, yes, and with a guy like Mario Pereca that could actually use them right and hit guys on the cut, it's. It's a bet. It's a better team than most people give them credit for. They will make the playoffs because this division is not very deep. And then we'll see what happens. Uh, Braves two point rocking clockmakers. That's yeah. That's not surprising. It's becoming yeah, a spiraling. It's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a mess now. Yeah. It's it's a mess, and what's going to happen? I don't know. And this is a team that the, ver- the clockmakers that is. They don't pose a threat to anybody in my book. So clockmakers apparently said that. You can't sit with us. Is them three years ago? So they're saying clockmakers are the present. You can't sit with us from three years ago. What? No, they're saying there's that so we are time them. Travel oh. That you can't sit with us yeah. is them three years ago. That's so before they got old, before they played with each other. But I don't understand. What does that mean, though? Because I don't. I don't know what it means. We're all the same age. <laughs> <laughs> I played football. I played football at Castner pretty much my entire life. We're the same exact age. Marco is the same age as everybody else. Kyle is the same age as. As Holowack, like but, I don't know, but these these guys and clockmakers, you know, what? I'm, I'm guessing they're saying that they're past their peak eight, peak years of FPF. They're and they are, but yeah. aren't again same age. Is yeah. the thing though. It's, it's I think it, I think it's just that they they assumed that Ryan Kastner, who I always considered a top five quarterback in FPF, mm-hmm. is that he would come into Division two and just do extremely Locking. well, which he is doing well offensively. Uh, no, he's not. I mean, you know, I mean, sorry, he's, I don't want to say though. well. He's yeah, hurt. He's always hurt though. He is? He's hurt. There's always something with Ryan, and he's like. So I think it's they they thought that coming going from D1 to D2 with the receiving core that they have, which is very good, Kirilak, Kyle, and Marco. You can't really much get. You can't get better than that. I, I think three. it's the wrong pieces for his offense. It's yeah, the I wrong pieces just, for his offense. Ryan's not the right fit. That no. team is good, but Ryan does very work. good team. And they, they would have been individually. Better off. They're very good team. They would have been better off with someone else at quarterback. Also, the uh, the past tense of clockmakers. You can't sit with us. Winning forty three twenty five. We got Terry in studio. Let's go. So before Bray the game, Terry on the sideline talks to me. He's like, uh, so I'm eleven yards from five thousand yards. Five K, baby. So I so, so, so I yards. so I told him, I'm screw keeping the game, so you better have six catches because they're all gonna be one yarders. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I can't do that, baby. Come in. I told so, him so, ne- so Vinny so is next to me. So first play of the game, I'm looking at Vini, and I said, looking at Nine Hawks defense and who they had, and you can sit with us and who they had. I said, there is no way that Alex Holowak has anything complete in this game. It's a perfect game. First play hits Terry Times straight in the chest, dropped. It's like, well, Drops. there you go. That's how. <laughs> what was, what <laughs> was the second? Happens. What was the second play? So second play also drop the ball to Vince. Yeah, it wasn't to you. The Vince out of the forty yard arc and like hit him on the hip, and he dropped it. Not so even, I, it was right in his hands. So I, so I turned around. I was like, so maybe Alvaro's not kind of a perfect game. Anyways, they, they managed it, the drive. Out of the all the cat, all the targets that Terry Tam had, two targets, uh, three targets, four. 
One of them was an extra point that didn't count for yardage. Oh, okay. So then three yeah, targets. For, for the purposes of two, this conversation. Two drops that would have given him more than 11 yards. And a touchdown. And he got that one catch for seven yards. So, sorry, Terry. So, my Next question week. is, though. On to week eight. When Terry <laughs> makes that benchmark catch to go over 5,000. He was, that, so, he was so ready. So uh, hold on here, hold on here. <laughs> he was so I was gonna call a timeout. That's that. The that rest. is a dare for you in your next game that you will play because you'll get five thousand receiving yards in your career. Yeah, I dare you to call put a timeout. I'm gonna do it and wave to the crowd, shake the referee's hand. If you, if <laughs> next, you pick up the flags, yeah, yeah. Mole, Mole will hand you a sharpie. Sign the ball. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 no. I'm serious. I, Who are we playing? Yeah, tell me you're playing. You need to stop at four yards. Exactly four yards. We're playing. We're playing alcoholics this week, but I'm not there. Okay, so when's your next game that you will be physically there? Terror Squad. When is, what day is that? It is March 9th, Saturday. So it's, oh, it's, in, it's next Saturday. Next Saturday. Where? Brossard? It is Lachine. Always Lachine. Oh, crap. Okay, never mind. So I was going to – the idea for you is to make that four-yard catch, wave, call a timeout, uh, high-five your buddies, shake the opponent's hand, say thanks a lot for the congratulations, <laughs> and give the ball to your wife, and then get back to the game. <laughs> I'll walk out. I'm retiring. No, no, but if, <laughs> it's okay. can, can we hire some like little kids? So you can hug the kids. Hey, there's Terry's kids. Pictures. <laughs> <laughs> the kids. What do we do? So Terry, go on Facebook garage sale and write an ad saying we need kids. There's a whole bunch of kids that uh, run around. I don't know. Use use Eagles. I'm not account even gonna Google that. <laughs> use Eagles account. <laughs> <laughs> so the one of the trippiest game I've seen in a long time was NR against Bad Boys. You know, okay, and, and I have a question for that. Jermaine was going off, man. Y- like, he, you know how Jermaine feeds off like the energy in the game? He does. And he just gets more and more? Yeah. Man, he was rattling bad boys bad. And like nothing like pure trash talk. And if you've seen Jermaine play, it's never physical. He's always mm-hmm. clean. He's a nice guy, but he gets under people's skins, man. And bad boys was struggling. Th- they were. And I think they're this. They're just missing a couple of game breakers on that roster. I mean, Ryan Reed isn't really. I mean, I love Ryan, but he's not going to be a threat to our defense. The, the problem is Ryan they, slandered my name. They, they had some. They, had, they had a few plays. They had chances. They had a chance to win. They they could have won that, that game. That one that one drop by Nick Carson in the corner yeah. of the end zone that she in triple coverage. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, but somebody must have been open. Yeah, someone was open, but it did hit Nick in the hands. Yeah, so it goes both ways. So here's a question for you, Mike Asari. A.K.A. Prince Copperfield, A.K.A. Mike Zimmy, is he the best defensive back in Div Two? I think he is. The best defensive back? I think he is. He's up there. I don't think. I he's think the he's best the best defensive back. I, I really think he's, he's he is the. What, what's that look for? Vince Ardone's the best guy. Who, who you got? GM? No, I'm not. I'll never say Vince. Why would I say GM? GM doesn't play in Div Two. I know. I'm just saying that by the association. No, I don't think he's the best. So who's all. better than him? The best defensive back? Uh, I think he is. He he's, he's, he's locked down. He he locked down Nick Arsolam. Schneid shied away from shied away from throwing from to his side. To me, that's impressive. Nick Hum is the best player in FPF. So whatever you want to say, no, I'm best talking about specifically though. I'm not talking about all around. DB, well, it's tough man. Defense because I mean, he only plays defense. Yeah, that's true. I, he's I mean, a very good player. I'm not saying that. I'm, I just don't yeah. see him. I think he's the best right now. I don't know, man. Wait, Mike Zimmy, that's his name. That's not his real name. Well, I gave the, the other names before. Yeah, but I don't. Prince know. Prince Copperfield. I, I, listen, he's very good, but I don't think he's the best. I mean, there's a lot of good guys in, in Division 2. Theo's playing Division 2. I was going to say, are we forgetting Theo J plays for STL? He's very good. AJ's also a good defender. I, I, I view Theo's a Div 1 guy. No, nah, AJ's right? not that good of a defender. Oh, boy. He's upstairs, by the way. I know. Oh. Are you kidding me? <laughs> What's going on here, Terry? So, Speaking excluding of, guys that play in Division 1. No, no, no. 
Everybody. We said Division 2, not no, excluding. Not, not saying Div 1, Div 2. Oh, Wait, only, so the so guys only guys in the Only Div 2, yeah. Only oh, Div 2. That, yeah. that takes a lot of guys out. That takes Nick Arsenault yeah, out. Yeah, that's that what takes, I'm saying. Okay, so, then, yeah. so Mike Zimmy, I would put him up there for sure, top five. Um, I think if he's in Div 1, he's very good, but I think he's the best in Div 2. I think two. we could talk about Kyle Lebowski. I think we can talk about... He's better than Lebowski. Even, even teammate Travis Moses, I think, is up there. Travis Moses, very good yeah, shutdown corner. What, what I've seen from, from Mike this season is... He's been special. Yeah, this, he's very this, good. This, at this moment. I'm, saying, uh, we're, I'm saying guys who are in the, Matt the Bond? same realm. Right? No, he's better than Matt Bond. Matt Bond, he, Bond, he, Bond plays at one. Doesn't he? Yeah, I was going to say. He's yeah. yeah, yeah. He plays one. But even in Div 2, I think he's better than Matt Bond. So if I exclude Division 1 players, yeah, you, I, think you're on, I, think, I think you're right. Is Vinny Galano playing Div 1? No. Vinny's not a better cover corner no, than cover Mike Zimmy. General defender. Very good defender, Vinny. Yeah. But okay, so uh, who said this, though? Dan Lazara? He's in a Hall of Fame player, not yet at least. I mean, we know. So. Yeah, <laughs> Kobe Bryant. Um, oh wow, that would be sick though. You <laughs> would be so AJ. hyped that you said his name. Theo like you actually get a text from Kobe Bryant. Theo J. After last game, after the SCL controversy game on uh, Wednesday night, that was at a Ibera. solid game yesterday. Now we were all there. Well, Peace was somewhere Pease was else. Peace was playing somewhere, and Terry was there. Peace was winning. Yeah, Peace was winning. So Terry, Simone, and I were there watching the game. Mm-hmm. Man, does Dallas Harry have a thin skin, boy? He, you, you just kiss him, and he's like, "Man, bro, what is that referee?" So, like, so okay, tell us, tell us, Simone. So Dan wasn't wrong. I, I don't say this often, but Dan wasn't wrong. There was a lot of calls that didn't go his way. So. Out of the potentially f- what he believes was four roughing the passer, he counted them. After the game, he told me I got hit four times. Okay, there was one that was there was one that got Terrence Adams a UR, so we'll take that one out completely. There was one that I believe should have also been a UR that wasn't called. On who? On, On Terrence. Terrence yeah. Okay, so he showed two URs. Okay. Uh, but then if he gets the first UR, I don't think he, the the second one happens because he's not going to get himself kicked out of the game. Right. And there was one that was very fifty fifty. Like it, to me, it looked okay, but I was also very far. So, right. so he did. He did get roughed up a bit. Uh, but then is that Terrence's plan all along? I because he didn't do anything that was gonna hurt Dan directly. Like he's not punching him in the gut. He's not hurting him physically. He's disrupting him to a point where Dan was rattled and got taken uh, out of his. That's the key word, rattled. Yeah. So if that happens and you're able to do that as a rusher. Is that the best way to rush? All right, so here's a quote for you. The way he kept on falling down, it looked like he was wearing the Zion Williamson shoe. Who said that? Zion Williamson. (laughs) Also, it wasn't Zion Williamson's shoe because he's not allowed to have a shoe named after him because NCAA, that was the garbage PG 2.5 shoes. Yes. If you wear that, Jesus Christ Duke, what's wrong with you? You're wearing the most trash-ass shoes. (laughs) The top-selling shoes. Terrible. The garbage. Okay, so who said that? Terrence Adams. Of course, oh, Terrence said that. Of course, Terrence said that. So Terrence is known to be a very dirty player. That was the thing I was going to say next. Is how does the call not happen just on reputation? Well, because Brendan Gallagher all, you shouldn't call that on reputation. So is the sorry? You shouldn't do that. Correct. How long have you been playing FPF? <laughs> well, so so the so is it is this a battle of reputations? Yeah. So so the problem was the on like I think the first play of the game, there was what I believe was a hold against Theo on like a five yard play. Like it did. It wasn't a big thing. But the problem is, the way these two teams play is if you don't call it that, then you're not going to call shit, and then we're going to abuse that. 
Right. But yeah. also, I think it's the, fami- it's the referees being familiar with Terrence Adams. I don't think those two referees are familiar with Terrence Adams and what he does. I think both referees didn't really care who was playing. It's just like, we'll call it the way we see it, and that's that's all. So, yeah. So, I don't think referees specifically say, oh, there's this guy. I've got to watch out. It's because in the back of their mind, the reputation remains there. Now, likewise, like a, a young Marco Mastiotra once had, Dan Lazaro also has a reputation of referees. Of course. So... And is it perhaps it clashes that you know what unless it's super obvious meh. It, it clashes because on one side you have a guy that complains all the time and on the other side you have a guy that we all kind of know was going to do something get himself he's going to get a flag at some point in this game is it going to yeah. be UR I don't think so about, uh, Terrence or talking yeah, about Dan? Terrence I don't Terrence. think it's going to be UR but I think he's going to get a roughing at some point or like a contact the passer for five yards right I don't think yeah yeah no 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 right? the, the UR was dirty it's like it an NBA dumb. player who has a like Anthony Mason, Charles Oakley, the late Anthony Mason, right? They're they, gonna get, they're gonna get technicals until they, they the last will, one, but they'll, they'll rough sure. it up. Like they're like the bad boys of the, yep. of the Detroit Pistons teams, right? They'll just rough you up until you're right. Someone calls a UR OC on them, but the, they don't the, care. Yeah, but the worst part is that the U, the, the UR was very dirty. So Dan was running, like he, he juked him, started running towards the line of scrimmage, threw the ball, and sort of like. Ban it forward, and Ter- Terrence put both his hands on his back and just shoved it to the ground. So is Dallas dumb. So, but what happened afterwards was that the reaction that he got from Dan because you guys, you are didn't say anything, walked away from the field. But Dan almost got himself a OC because he couldn't calm down. So is Dan to be honest though, like personally, I hate being hit from behind. I hate yes. being hit low. Like it's, it's, really, no. it's one of those things where I see red that, as well. I understand play, where he's coming from. That play was more than a UR to me. So because yeah. it's so unnecessary and honestly, so like sp- potentially violent. And dangerous. Like, honestly, there, you can kick a guy out of the game. Yep. So, I'll ask you this 100%. question, Terry. I want you, you know, you, you two, Terry, you can come in this conversation as well. Okay. I'll say thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. No worries. Um, so, the gathering of information about Dan Lazari, is he a whiner, yes or no? Danny is a whiner when it doesn't go his way. Like, after the game, running towards the refs, trying to yell at them. If it wasn't for his teammates pulling him away, he probably would have made the situation even worse. Okay. We all love Danny. He's very passionate. He wants to do yes, well in is. this league. He's a great guy. I don't think anybody... But is he a prisoner of his own mind? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that he was actually... I'm surprised that they actually came back in that game because they were down like 27-12 at half. Right. And then I'm surprised they actually came back and made a game out of it because normally Dan will be completely checked out. All right, PZ, is he a whiner? Yes or no? Like I said, he reminds me of when I started playing FPF, what Marco's reputation was. A guy will complain, a guy will... And I think that'll change... I don't think it's a long-term thing, but I think he's in that phase of his fifth. He's very concerned with needing to prove himself, so much so that it's uh, it's becoming an overwhelming pressure. Right. And that's why he, te- he, he... That's why he's... The passion that Terry described becomes a complaint-a-thon. Becomes a negative yeah. conclusion, which should be a positive conclusion for him. I've, I've been there, and I think we've all been there, where you don't get a call your way, and you, know, you, you complain, and you, you bitch, and you moan, whatever. But, but it sticks with you, though. There sticks with 100%. It stuck with me for a full year after I, I ruined Wally, like verbally abused him. Yeah. And it stuck with me for a long time. I, I That night, I even apologized to him, but it doesn't change. I'm not going to get the calls in those games anymore because I did that. And he doesn't understand that. I think that he, he lets his emotions get the better of him. After the game, the game is over. The call's not going to change. The player's not going to get suspended. He's I not going to be like, yo, yo, you sorry. You're actually, Dan, you're right. Mo, change the score. Yeah. <laughs> 38-35. So, walk <laughs> away. Right, it's still, it's still, we're still trying to have fun. We want to have recreation. You're still in the playoffs. Just play the rest of the game. Right, Your team is pretty good. Winer, yes or no? Yeah, the problem is he, he was right. But like Terry said, it won't change anything. Complaining won't make it better. 
it might let you unwind a little bit, but the problem is it gives you a bad reputation. And then the next time, if the same game happens next week, so we have the exact same matchup, we have the same referees because they're going to ref on a Wednesday night again on the same field at the same time. They're going to come in before the first snap of the game thinking this guy's going to bitch about every single call. So right. whether I make it or not, he's going to complain. So what's the point of making it? Also, and if you start with that mentality, then you're you're putting yourself in a hole to be before the game even begins. So am I weird? I have refs that I like irritating. Yeah, of course. Like like the specific referees you of all people, and and I've been called on it by a referee who realized that's what I was doing, but like I'm not doing it like intentionally. I, well, no, no, I'm doing it intentionally. <laughs> I'm not doing it to be mean. I yeah. just I, I'm like I feel like these refs specifically need to be challenged, and I, and then I you do know it. what. I think there are some refs who have His name's Rams, Rams with Bondry. <laughs> Agendas with players. I think that's pretty evident. I think it is too, but you're not going to change the rule and there's ways no, no. to go about it, right? If Dan no, no. went up to them, got dressed, went up to the refs and said, hey guys, on those, what did you see? Because he hit me three times and he pushed me from behind. What did you see? So I can know. See, that's, that's what... It. But this is the after steam. It's an after steam effect of him trying to you know, get his frustration out and vented towards the two officials in, in zebra stripes. And he's also being told all game that he's not a Hall of Fame uh, quality by Theo. He's being chirped only, by only, Terrence, being chirped by the, Dylan. Theo, uh, Terrence chirped him, but Theo didn't say much during the game itself. After the Theo game, was only talking during yeah. the game. He just couldn't see it because he had his, his thing covering his mouth, but he was talking the entire well, game. The, the quote, man. Yeah, it's, it's a great quote. Uh, it's a I, great I quote. At the end of the game. But the, the, to, to, to his credit, AJ Gomes in this game did exactly that. He came up to, to me and the referees after the game, very calm, and just asked very politely, like, I don't understand what happened because if this happens again, I won't yeah, have the same situation, and, and which is the right thing to do. But he's also on a caution because he knows that if he blows up, he's going to be suspended oh. already. Like, Oh, he knows, but again, so that's the right thing to do. He was very calm. Yeah, didn't say anything out of line. All right, boys, it is now time for... Games of the All Week. Right, here we go. Let's Games go. of the Week, boys. Now let's go home. So, um... <laughs> Division one first, I guess. Yeah. Come to ver- Do we do all the games? Yes. So, God Fat Finest in Brossard, Saturday, 11 o'clock. My heart <laughs> wants God Fat, but I can't pick against yeah, Finest. I got the one. Finest one in this game. Finest as well. Waste you, D Boys, and Lachine, 11 o'clock, Sunday. Waste you. I think Waste you wins this one. Yeah. Despite uh, all the things we just said about Dan Lachine. Waste you. I think no, Waste you It's not the same team. Nah, D Boys wins this game. It's not the same team. Yeah. And Dan has been playing much better in Div one, and I really like Waste you this season. Waste you. Um, Braves DK. That's a nice game. Give me Braves. 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 Flagmore Sack, Monsters. Flagmore Sack. I want to go Monsters so bad, but Flagmore Sack is just ridiculous this season. Uh, Division, Division 2, do we do all the games? Yeah, go for it. Braves 2.0, SYO. With Braves. Christian Sarantola, who told me I don't call plays. Braves. What? He said he doesn't call plays. What does that mean? It means he doesn't call plays. <laughs> is he the quarterback? He's the quarterback. That's bizarre. So I uh, give me depth. So I, I asked him because he filled in for fun boys with me, and I asked him, I go, how's it going with SYO? He goes, I don't really call any plays. Maybe somebody else calls them. That doesn't work either. Never. Huh. Alcoholics, STL. 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 Yep. Killer Bees, you can't sit with us. No, uh, hey, ready for this? No Papage, no Terry, no Vince. We added Frank Delorier and uh, Kenton Lowe. Let's go, Frank Delorier. Uh, you, can, you can sit with us. Who are you guys playing against? Killer Bees. <sighs> it's, a good, it's a good week to miss. Yeah. You can't sit with us. Yeah, you can't sit with us. You can't sit with us needs a loss, though. I will say that. We can't go into the playoffs. Yeah, but all the whole the first round. Controversy, Terror Squad. Controversy. 
Yeah, give me controversy. Yeah. Controversy. I think so too. Oh, it's boring, guys. Hey, boys, uh, someone a free coffee. Oh, nice. Nice. Terry, nice. so it's mine, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, King's Landing, Prospect Squad. Give me Prospect Squad. King's Landing. I kind of like what's going on with Prospect Squad. Give, give me, me Prospect Squad. Squad. I, don't, I don't like what's happening with King's nah, Landing. You guys are just Sean Abram haters. We're not Sean Abram. We're, we're Sean Abram <laughs> truthers. <laughs> or we're Mara Pereca lovers. Yeah, we like Mara Pereca. Who will be in the Hall of Fame first? Mario Pereca or Sean Avery? Sean. I'll tell you this. You'll lose a very loyal customer if that happens, if Mario Pereca goes in first. Well, you hey, will uh, gain a very loyal Mario Pereca. There you go. You also Bad said that about Joey, and he's still here. No, no. He, he jokes around. Bad Boys and Clockmakers. Bad Boys. Clockmakers. Yeah. Really? I think no, Bad yeah. Boys. I'm with Mullen. I think Clockmakers. Oh, I give this guy two noses. Nighthawks and NR. 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 Yeah. NR. Not even close. Yeah, I think so, too. All right. Magic Wars, please. Um, ghost pepper McChicken. Good what? night. Ghost pepper McChicken. Yeah, it came out. Silly. I'm, I'm not gonna eat it, but the it came ghost out. pepper is dangerous, bro. <laughs> I'm tired. I like ghost pepper. 